fast, pray and never stop. And we all on ten. And we all on ten. Welcome back to the Health on 10 podcast. My name is Alex Krenitz. And today's episode is going to be a fun one. Legit. Somebody always texts me when I'm doing... God damn it. Anyways, guys, sorry about that. Uh, today's podcast is going to be out about the benefits of a sauna. Yes, a sauna. And then I actually... I went down a rabbit hole with finding the benefits of the sauna, and I found these things called heat shock proteins, something that the sauna activates. And I found some incredible benefits for heat shock proteins, so we'll kind of talk about those and uh, the processing in which they're activated and how they help the body. You know what's funny is uh, forever, forever, the one thing I wanted or I want, when I, when I first buy a house, the first thing I'm going to purchase for myself, a fun thing, is going to be a sauna. I, w- I love the sauna. It feels so damn good. And that's one of the things the, sa- the sauna does. It makes you feel good. It helps with those release of endorphins, those feel-good chemicals. And it actually helps release serotonin. Serotonin is the, known as kind of the happy chemical in the brain, one of the uh, neurotransmitters that makes us happy. But I want to... I want to dive into this, uh, what's called heat shock proteins, because this was really cool. But before we understand this, we have to understand protein folding. And I'm going I'm to try to break this down for you. I learned most of this in the last 48 hours, so bear with me. Uh, let's take a look at protein folding. So there's a process in the body that takes long chain amino acids, and it turns them into structures that our cells can use in which they can carry out their function. And that's called protein folding. So it takes the long chain amino acids, folds them into the structures, and then the cell can use it into which function it needs. And there's millions, I don't know about that, tons of functions in in a cell. But what can happen sometimes due to oxidative stress and just other things in the body is this thing called uh, protein misfolding. So essentially, it uh, it doesn't carry out its action correct. And if the protein is misfolded, this can lead to disease in a cell and even cancer, which is obviously we don't want that. So these heat shock proteins, which are activated during the sauna, goes in and it takes these misfolded proteins and it kind of, it's kind of a cleaning process. It either recycles them or just gets rid, gets rid of them in general. Now I hope that made sense. Let me kind of bring that back a little bit. These heat shock proteins, are basically a cleanup mechanism in the body. It's pretty freaking cool. And there's other things that actually uh, activate heat shock proteins, not just the sauna, but the sauna was one of the big ones. So I thought that was really, uh, I thought that was really interesting. And then I, obviously I had to look at what else activated heat shock proteins. And another one was exercise. And I found it's essentially any hard physical stressor. So even when we go into really cold temperatures, so we see these things like cryo chambers, which I think would be interesting for another podcast. But again, I think it's going to, I'm pretty sure it has almost the same benefits as a sauna, similarly, especially with the heat shock proteins. You're putting your body in this extreme temperature where it's, it's very stressed and uh, it releases these, these proteins, which is really cool. So this helps fight cancer, uh, build immunity. 
And I want you guys to remember, this is just an overview. If you guys are super interested in heat check proteins or any other subject, dive deeper because it gets complex. I'm just trying to give it to you as best I can here. And we went sauna route today. So sauna, let's take a look at some of the other benefits. Ladies, well, I, I guess guys too. I, I try to take care of my skin. The sauna is really good for your skin. Yeah, it helps open up your pores, get rid of all the toxins, get rid of all that crap that's on the lower layer of your skin, the epidermal. And yeah, it helps get rid of all the dirt, bacteria. People who use the sauna are less prone to acne. So there you go. It's good for your skin. Another big thing, especially for athletes, but really for anybody, is recovery and injury. So what the sauna does is we're in heat, right? We're, we're looking at about 158 to upwards of, I think, 200 degrees Fahrenheit. That's freaking hot. I don't know how you don't roast in there. You, I don't know. How, you can't stay in that there that long. But what this does is it dilates the blood vessels. So this allows for greater blood flow to the joints and throughout the body. And this is going to help with injury. Getting oxygen-rich blood to these injured areas is really important uh, for just recovery in general and then injury as well. In fact, I was reading some of the literature, and I found that individuals who were injured but you continued to use or started to use a sauna saw less muscle atrophy. So think about that. So say you're injured, you can't perform your sport or your, you can't lift. And I know this is very stressful for a lot of people that are advanced lifters and you need your gym time and you don't want to lose all your gains. Well, hitting the sauna actually helped reduce muscle atrophy. So that means you lose less muscle, essentially. So not only does it help with improving injury and blood flow throughout the body. It helps you maintain more muscle. That's pretty freaking cool. Saunas also physiologically reduce stress, and I'll explain this. So in our body, we have a stress hormone called cortisol. It's a fight or flight, you know, back in the day when you were getting chased by a bear. Oh, my brother just texted me, said really like the podcast. Thank you, Tyler. But don't text me during the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, when you're, getting, when you're getting mauled by a bear or something like that, we released a bunch of cortisol, and this causes a lot of stress. Nowadays, we're not getting mauled by a bear. At least not around here, you're not. And we don't necessarily, while cortisol in, good, in you know, some amounts is good, we need stress to push us forward. We actually release stress during exercise. So stress is not a bad thing. But too much can lead to uh, a host of different things. C weight gain, chronic fatigue, just a bunch of different things. R reduce BDNF, which I talked about on my last podcast, which is one of the proteins that's really good for your brain. But what saunas do is they actually reduce this stress hormone cortisol. And that is, uh, that's important, especially nowadays we're, we're in this go, go, go world, and we don't need this much stress. We need to relax. Hopping in a sauna, reducing the cortisol levels, that's important. Now, a common, common misconception, and this goes outside of the sauna, but since we're in a sauna and we're sweating, let's talk about it. The common misconception is people think that the more you sweat, the more calories you burn. And then because of that, people will go in a sauna instead of doing exercise, which is 
Not good. This is not a good idea. This should be supplemented after, not for exercise, but after exercise or on off days or if you're injured. Sweating has no, does not have a correlation with calories burned. It just, it's, it's a mechanism that our body uses to cool itself down. So now that we have that cleared up, we can stop using the sauna as our piece of exercise equipment. And we can use it for its awesome health benefits. And that's for those heat shock proteins that help stave off and fight off cancer and disease and just clean up those misfolded proteins. I tried to explain it to uh, a 13-year-old kid today when I was training. And I think I lost him. So I hope I didn't lose you guys on this podcast with the protein folding. Uh, I'm learning with you guys. This is really cool stuff. I'm excited to bring you guys more content. Uh, but you're, you're like, Alex, I don't have a sauna near me. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so, you know, when you, when you do, and if you do, try to use the sauna. I would love for Mr. Danny to get us a sauna here. That's not going to happen. But for the release of these heat shock proteins we talked about that are probably the most beneficial... I'm going to go over some of them again, and I'm going to add to them because I just remembered a couple, was exercise. Exercise helps with the release, the activation of these heat shock proteins. And so does intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting is a stress on the body. And God damn it, I got to do a podcast on intermittent fasting because I'm finding tons of benefits. And I've been kind of getting after it with the intermittent fasting myself because I'm finding all these benefits. What else? What else release heat shock proteins? Um, those are the main three that I remember. But yeah, if you have a sauna, use it. Don't worry about what kind of sauna it is. If not, get out there, exercise. Even when it's hot, get out there, move. That's going to help with the release of those heat shock proteins. But that's going to be it for the day on the sauna. And I hope you guys uh, hope you guys had a good time with me. That is another podcast. That's another episode of Health on 10. Thanks for listening, guys. Keep your health on 10. <laughs>